0: Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now, here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro.
1: Welcome back to Explore the Space podcast, and welcome to our fourth episode of Med Lasso. Before we get to this one, a word of thanks to our sponsors. First, Lori Bedke and Creighton University. Creighton University believes in equipping physicians for success in the exam room, the operating room, and the boardroom. If you want to increase your business acumen, deepen your leadership knowledge, and earn your seat at the table, Creighton's Healthcare Executive Education is for you. Specifically tailored to busy physicians, our hybrid programs blend the richness of on-campus residencies with the flexibility of online learning. Earn a Creighton University Executive MBA degree in 18 months or complete the non-degree Executive Fellowship in six months. Visit www.creighton.edu C-H-E-E to learn more. Thank you also to Care for sponsoring this episode. Are you looking for a better way to keep track of clinical team tasks so things don't fall through the cracks? Check out Caroline, a HIPAA-compliant digital workspace built specifically for clinical teams. It works on any device and with any electronic health record. Care Align cuts documentation time in half, reduces errors, and saves clinicians an hour a day. CareAlign is currently offering the platform for free to the first 100 clinicians who sign up on their new direct-to-clinician platform. Visit www.carealign.ai backslash explore to learn more. We are back with another episode of Med Lasso. Episode 5 of Season 2 of Ted Lasso Drop. Just a couple of days ago, we had to dive right back in. Our friend Dr. Syed Tabatabai, is back, and we are also joined by a special guest on this one. Dr. Jessie Gold is here. She is an assistant professor and director of wellness engagement and outreach in the Department of Psychiatry at Washington University School of Medicine. She is also an expert in healthcare worker mental health, specifically during the COVID-19 pandemic. And she is on Twitter at Dr. Jesse Gold, where she is outstanding. She joins us right in the nick of time for a, an amazing conversation. We just had to go deep and look at what we just all sort of see is happening with the Ted Lasso phenomenon, how it's resonating. And then obviously we got to bring Jesse into the locker room for a bunch of quick hitter questions where we get into some really good topics that you're really going to enjoy. A quick reminder, please do subscribe to Explore the Space Podcast wherever you'd like to download your shows. We're on all of those platforms. Please do leave us that rating and review as well. We've got a great Twitter conversation going around all of this Med Lasso content. You can find me at ETS Show, and please do tag your tweets with hashtag Med Lasso. That that way we can all track everything and stay involved in this wonderful sort of architecture that's happening that's so much fun. You can email me, Mark, at ExploreTheSpaceShow.com. You can find the entire archive of Explore the Space podcast at www.explorethespaceshow.com. And there is a link in the show notes for the archive of Med Lasso. This is our fourth episode, and there will be more for sure. So all of that said, let's get into it. Med Lasso is back with Dr. Syed Tabatabai and our special guest, Dr. Jesse Gold. Syed, welcome back to another episode of Med Lasso. You've got your comfortable Med Lasso chair, I hope. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm in it right now. And I'm delighted to say that we have a third chair. We're, we're in the uh, the pregame Sky Sports chat room. We don't have a chair for Roy Kent because he won't join us, but we do have the most wonderful med Twitter psychiatrist extraordinaire, Dr. Jesse Gold is here. Dr. Gold, welcome.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: This is going to be fun. You're our first med lasso guest, and I think you're the right person to do it because obviously we know you're a fan of the show. And- Something's happening here. I think you know, Syed and I have talked about this on MedLasso. I am noticing, like if we were to just sort of graph, I'm on Twitter a lot, like way more than I should be, and we can talk about that offline. <laughs> um, the engagement of physicians, nurses, healthcare workers with Ted Lasso, not so much like the granular content, but just the experience of it, to me really seems to be growing. Like today and yesterday after episode five of season two was released, I mean, it's like everywhere. Syed, would you agree with that take, or is that just me with a little anchoring bias?
2: No, no I, I think you're you're right. I, I feel like uh, it's spreading like wildfire. Um, this show's been a lot of word of mouth, and now I think it's reached some critical mass tipping point in the community, and everyone's relating to it in their
1: own ways. So Jesse, then for you hearing that validation, and I will say that you using the word wildfire is super triggering, and I'm going to need to like you know, soothe myself with some more social media. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) What is happening, Jesse? What is it about this show that is drawing us in, I think, so dramatically? I haven't seen something like this happen. I mean, we kind of get into like this show or that show, but something's happening. And I wonder if you can kind of just help tease that out for us a little
0: bit. I'll do my best. You know, it's really interesting. I was actually with my sister this past weekend, and I actually watched a lot of the episodes. My brother-in-law really likes this show too, and i they're all doctors, so maybe that's part of it. But you know, I think it has something to do with, I mean, this year, year and a half, now it keeps going. It's just been really, really tough and really tough on healthcare workers emotionally, physically too, but it just keeps going. And you know, there are not a lot of things that you can put on and not have to really invest in, in all kinds of senses, right? Television itself is a way to sort of check out and be in another world. But if you can check out and be in another world and also laugh, it's nice. And there's just not a lot of things you can do that the news is really depressing. A lot of shows are really depressing. A lot of shows are built on the stuff going on in the world. And even shows that are lighthearted tend to have some element of the pandemic right now because they're trying to be realistic. And I think that healthcare workers can't do it. They're just like, I can't watch what I'm doing every day on a show that I used to like. Like, for example, even healthcare workers watch things like Grey's Anatomy, right? Because they've watched it their whole lives and then went into medicine, but Grey's Anatomy chose to focus on COVID. And it's really hard to watch COVID as a healthcare worker. So I think something like Ted Lasso isn't doing that. It has, you know, darker topics at times, but it's done in a lighthearted way. You can think about life and laugh and think about relationships and laugh. You can watch with a lot of different age groups. Honestly, there's nothing like horrible in it. There's curse words, right? But I think you could get away with that with (laughs) some age groups of kids if you wanted to. Um, And I think that that's really nice. I think we can all use that right now.
1: (laughs) That captures a lot of what I have felt, but I think one of the things that you've helped me to better understand too is we can we're sharing this together. Um, I think someone was texting me the other day about this you know in my in my hospital, we do geographic rounds for the hospitalists, and so it actually makes us isolated because we don't see our teammates all that much. we're on one floor seeing all of our patients like we're around other people, but we're not around our like nucleus of other hospitalists I'm not around you guys, you know what I mean? Like people who I've come to like count on for opinions and jokes and whatever, but the shared experiences have just been kind of like, Oh my God, what's going on with COVID in your area. This feels like a different shared experience and it's much more positive, at least for me. And I know like for Syed, right? He and I are texting about the show all the time. And and so I wonder then for you, Syed, are there things about this dynamic that we are experiencing with the show on social media that you're then carrying out, into life rounds going to the grocery store whatever does it does it extend beyond that or is it just the sort of experience watching the show texting with shapiro and then getting on twitter
2: i think it's filtering through into my day-to-day life i think it's giving me a little pep in my step and you know you blew my mind way back and i think our med lasso episode one where you talked about him being the guy behind scrubs because i can't unthink of that like now there was a moment in, in this week's show where it felt like they were directly talking specifically to healthcare workers. It felt like it was like right on the head where he says that that part where he's like, fairy tales don't start, nor do they end in the dark forest. You know, and I'm like, man, this is, it's like, right. You know, I'm, I'm sure obviously it applies to a lot of different scenarios. There are a lot of dark forests out there right now, but um, I felt this again, it, it was a catharsis. It was like a finger on the pulse right in that moment. And uh, Jesse and I uh, talked about this, too, you know, about the, the sense of burnout and what do you have to look forward to in your day to day life? And Ted Lasso has totally become that on, on one level for me. And it's it, it's really I think it's really affecting me in the real world, too. I feel like I'm trying to project Ted, you know, try to put more Ted into my world. And uh, yeah, it, it really has.
1: I went for a walk with my sister this morning and I was wearing my Believe sweatshirt <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't have been more delighted to wear it. And then, it, yeah, it's just it's nice to care that One, the quote that I actually have on my Twitter profile is onward forward. And it's the message that Ted gives to the team after they lose to Man City and get relegated. And he says onward forward. And just to kind of bring us now to season two, episode five, this whole episode picks up on that same message. They've got this now central dogma of. People in a chaotic world, people in a difficult space with these invisible forces pressing on them and pulling at them, just moving on, moving forward, acknowledging that the way they're going to do it is worth empathy and kindness and teamwork. It's like, yes, please, Jesse, how about for you when you, with the work that you do, it's it's heavy work. It's carrying a lot of weight for for lack of a better lack of a better word is it right and good and healthy for us to be finding tools like Ted Lasso to say like, this is feeling good. Let's use this. Let's leverage this.
0: Uh, I mean, my eyes just like bugged out and said, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) so every, every day, I mean, I was with my friend who's a chaplain and she asked me over dinner, like what gives you hope? And, you know, it's just not something that people ask. And honestly, it's a resiliency factor to be able to answer that. And, it's hard to answer. <laughs> we spend a lot of time thinking about all the things that are hard and a lot of times when I answer that question I look ahead and I'm sad, right? Like I think about the things that people talk about are sad, that the future doesn't look that uplifting. The mental health curve definitely doesn't, right? And I think about the things that people tell me and it's not great. And it and I think to be able to find something that gives you hope or to gives you laughter that gives you something else to talk about is obviously good, right? Like, I mean, my usual answer to that is the people, right? Like, I like Twitter the same reason you like Twitter, which is like, even though sometimes we're talking about hard stuff, like the people who share it are talking about it because they want support, they need the support and they're wonderful humans. Like, no matter what, like, this thing is horrible, but the people in healthcare are great people on the whole, right? Like, I mean, obviously there's some people that are aggravating to us because they're, you know, saying a lot of misinformation and they're wearing white coats too. But the people that like, for the most part are the people who are always giving me hope. And that's a lot of what you see in the show too, right? Like, even if they're losing, the coach and the team are always there and they're always supporting each other. Like, can you cheer in the locker room when you lose? And like, yes, you can because you need to, right? And I think that that's Really important. And I think that those messages are important for us to remember because, like, we're not cheering that people are dying. We're cheering that we're trying and we're trying to help each other, right?
1: Wow. We're cheering that we're, damn. Oh, you totally just got me, Jesse. Damn. Yeah. Ah, I kind of need a minute after that one. We have this implicit trust in the goodness of one another. And I think that that's also part of why it's nice to come back to that. Twitter space, because I think we, we sort of know how we were trained. We just have this sense that we're probably doing the right thing. I'm, I'm starting to do that with the actors that play these characters, and I never do that. I learned long ago, never, never learn too much about your heroes, Um, not because they're necessarily bad people, but they're not the person. They're not the representation that you're seeing on the screen. I got to be honest, like they're not letting me down. You know what I mean? Like the the actors that are playing these parts, they're carrying the adulation that we're throwing at them really adroitly and really confidently. And I think that that's really special. Who is sticking out to you both as a character and then in the way they're kind of being presented and then presenting themselves in real life is like, yeah, man, you're just, you're delivering now on many levels.
2: Man, so many of them. I, I think the one that pops to mind is Toheep Jima, who plays uh, Sam, you know, yeah. his interactions on Twitter are just like Sam's on Twitter, you know, it's, uh, just uh, completely positive and open hearted. And of course, Roy Kent, you know, uh, Brett Goldstein, the the way he is on on Twitter and the way I haven't heard any of his non Ted Lasso stuff. But now I feel like I want to hear some of his comedy and some of his other stuff um, to see how on point that persona is for him. But uh, you're right. They've all been pretty wonderful on there.
1: The, 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 person I want to spend a little bit of time on one specific theme. Episode five was a monster, but I also will say that a lot of the things that we probably enjoyed about it, we've all read the same reviews. And I, I tweeted one of them out, um, yesterday from just Sophia at Mar at marvelous geeks. And it, it was a phenomenal review. I've actually gone back and read her other ones and it's really, really great. But there's one thing I want to pull out here that's really standing out for me. And I want to reflect this to you, Jesse, first, and then Sayed. I want you to weigh in the character who I am the most excited about now in terms of watching their development, because it resonates, I think it applies the most to me is Rebecca. And it's because of the way she's developing as a leader of other people. She is figuring out, she is so fucking powerful. She hasn't understood how powerful she was because she had this invisible, I guess he wasn't invisible then, but we only hear a little bit about how nasty Rupert was. And then we get a few little bits in season one, but clearly like he pulled the plug on this dynamo who's now plugged back in and figuring out all the tools and like the scene where she makes herself big, like what a great representation of what's happening. Her leadership arc is so compelling and seeing a person learn and understand that I'm like, how are they going to do this? And how is the actor, Hannah Waddingham, how is she going to interpret this so that we can learn from it? What sticks out for you, Jesse, as you watch this development of this leader?
0: Well, I too wanted to Vade France, but you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, there are things like along the way with her that are really great. Like she's a really good singer and clearly like that was a skill that maybe they knew and they wanted to incorporate. I really liked that she did the like Christmas stuff and like, it was really important to her and she had to give it up for a bit because she was like in someone's shadow, but she really wanted to give back, you know? And I think there are things that like, you know, as a woman in medicine, like we don't always get to do because you kind of have to fit a mold and you can kind of tell how she's trying to be within the mold, but be herself within that. And then like grow to be that leader and also like be a person that her Goddaughter, I think you would say goddaughter right, like could look up to and want to become and that Keely can look up to and that even like other people on the team can look up to. And I think, you know, it's really cool to see. And like I, I think like even her dating is kind of fun to watch because like clearly she didn't really know what dating really was. Cause like who knows what her dating life was like before she met him. And then like, you know, I think it's like in a totally interesting evolution to see like a full human being being in that role with that much power and um, you know representing women in that way and being like fully evolved and both philanthropic and with talent and with power and a role model um, but also funny, you know like I do think she has a really good sense of humor too. Um, so I de- I definitely really like it you know personally too I'm also interested to see where the psychologist <laughs> role goes. Um, but, you know, I think that w- they put her in there and then, you know, I think that we'll probably see more of that as it goes, too.
1: Syed, who is Rebecca bantering with? What's your prediction?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they sort of tease, right? When she she sends that message and, you know, Ted looks at his phone, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I almost feel like that's a little bit too, you know, it's, too it's, obvious. A, it's a red herring. It's got to yeah. be a red herring. It's going to be some, some person you know um that we don't know yet uh, that's my feeling
1: can i share my concern that this would bring a real tension to us it's rupert i'm a little bit worried oh <laughs> That actor that played him was so good. Uh There are all these questions about where is the villain? You know, we talked about this on the last med lasso that it is these invisible forces, these voices on the phone. If they did put, and like, they're not shy about putting people back into the show. Right. Abrupt. Oh my gosh. I'm, I I don't, I wouldn't bet money on it, but I'm not ruling it out.
0: What if it's Jamie Tart?
2: (laughs) He's not going to quote Rilke. That's that's the only...
0: just throwing a wrench like what if he's really eloquent when it's just words like and he he gets some time to write and like quote some poets. what if he hires someone to write it the soccer player
2: is just like a persona that he has and he's actually like really really
1: considerate he's a a frustrated artist and he's yeah yeah, or or he's just got like you know google reads up all the time and he's pulling lines and putting them on banter real quick oh, oh i love it that's too good all right well we come to the critical part now of med lasso jesse are you ready to go in the locker room with Mark and syed I can try my best. All right, let's go in the locker room. We're, syed we're going to need to come up with some like really intense music to like bring a guest into the locker room with us.
2: I hear you, man. I'm I'm looking right now. I'm checking uh, yeah, Spotify. Yeah.
1: Day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesse, here we go. You're ruling on tea.
0: Oh, I love tea. I have tea every night. I drink uh like black tea and someone from Instagram sent me Earl Grey with vanilla. It's fantastic.
1: All right. Very good. The strongest emotion that you felt on the show so far.
0: You just ask a psychiatrist to think about emotions, you got to give me a second. Um.
1: (laughs) While you're doing that, Syed, what have you got on the theme music for us?
2: I'm I'm thinking of the, you see, here's the problem. We got trademarks and copyrights, but I'm thinking of the Fox NFL Sunday theme, you know,
1: is it okay if I don't want to promote anything Fox on my? That is
2: fair. That is fair. I, that is yeah. fair. I can't blame you. man. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just triggering everything today. All right, we'll get it. All
1: right, Jesse. I it.
0: think like I think like you know, joy. Honestly, would be my answer because I don't think I feel joy very much anymore.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair, and I like that one. Say it. I've got one for you. are You ready? Okay. Give me acknowledging that the scene with Nate looking in the mirror was profoundly disturbing and really jarring. Give me three other movie scenes of someone looking in a mirror that stick out for you. And then I'll give you mine.
2: Okay. Obviously, obviously there's the taxi driver one, right? The you talking to me one that, that, yep. that one, I think classical of, of mirror movie scenes. Yep. You know, honestly, the funny thing is what I, <laughs> I when I think of mirror scenes in movies, I think of that horror movie trope. That's the thing that pops up in my head. <laughs> yeah. I just think of people looking in the mirror, and then they, the camera pans over their shoulders.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and there's something right behind them. Exactly. Uh, but yeah.
2: man, hey, why do not you I'll, give me yours?
1: I'll throw one at you. Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Remember, he's talking himself up while Uma Thurman's ODing in the other room. <laughs> Yes. And then the I other got, one. That, yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah, Jesse, fire I away. I would say
0: like Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin and Beetlejuice when they don't <laughs> when they don't have reflections.
1: I'm not even going after that. That's the that's the answer for sure. Oh, my gosh. Mine is only honorable mention at this point. Holy cow. That's really good. All right. <laughs> I love it. Jesse, w- would you do a session with Dr. Sharon Fieldstone?
0: Yeah, but I'd have to think of a different language that I could pretend to know because I feel like (laughs) she just knows them all. But yeah, yeah, because I'm also very curious, like what the heck she's doing in there, right? Like, wouldn't I learn something?
1: I I would I would totally be in there. I think it would be I think it would be absolutely amazing. Have you ever made shortbread? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that you aren't totally sure. I all don't right. really
0: cook, but I I'm sure I just think that I've eaten shortbread, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean that's that's mandatory. All right, Sayed, throw Jesse a question in the locker room.
2: Um, oh man, I was not prepared to ho- I was you're the consummate host, Mark, so I wasn't ready here. Jesse, out of all the characters, which one would you most like to spend time with in the in the world of the show? If you could spend like go have lunch with with one of the characters, who would it be?
0: I would most be friends with Keely like she's really fun and she's like would probably find ways to make my life a lot more interesting. (laughs) I just I don't know. I think she's like has a really interesting backstory that I'd love to know more about. Like, why is she on TV and and like everywhere doing weird things? Like, I don't know. I just think she's got to be fun. So I think probably Keely.
1: That's a really good call. And you said something that brought me to another question that's for both of you. Sayed, you first. Which character do you want a spinoff show?
2: Uh, I would, let me think about it. I want to see Roy Kent's glory days and uh-huh. uh, when he was a captain and yeah. midfielder and his ascent to, from playing football in that small field and looking by that apartment all the way to his rise to the premier Leagues. That's what I'd like to see.
1: I like it. I like it. Jesse, do you have one?
0: And you're gonna make me say that psychologist again because like, Cher- like I want to know like I want to be like in treatment but yeah. with her. Like, yeah. What is she doing? That's
1: <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's so good. I want to see. I want to see Coach Beard, the man who has yeah, lived like, many what lives. I, what is this dude like? He is. Was he like? Yeah, Why I, I would be no I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that coach beard isn't his name and this is all an alias and <laughs> yeah, exactly. like a spy or, you know, he was in like a Robert Ludlum book or something. Yeah. I, I, coach beard. Just, he, I love that dude. Jesse, a prediction for the show.
0: <laughs> I don't think that they're going to get promoted. I mean, I think that I think really? that's, really
1: I think that's oh, too obvious. Old. Okay. Oh, wow. Are they going like, to get relegated down to league one?
0: Oh, can't they just hang out but maybe they could yeah something
1: yeah. <laughs> they, might, they might just stay in the championship yeah because i just feel for like sure. it's
0: too obvious to be like okay and then exactly what we said is gonna happen is gonna happen
1: okay i like that that's a really good prediction i love it Saya, do you want to throw another prediction out there for us
2: you know i've been wrong on every one of my predictions a show like the next episode <laughs> of she sit down remember when we were exactly. talking about dubai Air being this big storyline and now suddenly they're just sponsored by banter and that's gone you think that's going to come back or?
1: I think they're going full brachial plexus on us. I think that they're starting from some central themes, then they're blowing it out in all these crazy ways, and then they're going to bring it back. They're going to bring it back to, to, to the basics. So I think that they're going to draw all this stuff back together. Bill Lawrence dropped some pretty cryptic tweets about that. But I think that these storylines, they're so big, they're going to come back. And I still stand behind my prediction that Sam is going to be one of the most important TV characters in a long time. That the arc that Sam takes is going to be really, really important and really interesting. I I still stand on that hill for sure.
2: I I think if I can actually have a legit prediction, I think Ted and Dr. Fieldstone have a date Definitely. They're like Ted seems to be like he's kind of, you know, some of it seems a little forced right now in in, in episode five, like he's kind of on edge a little bit. And I think him and Dr. Fieldstone are going to have a sit down at some point.
1: <laughs> Do you mean a sit down like an appointment or like a romantic date?
2: Oh, no, no. I I, I meant like appointment. I wasn't thinking of date, but maybe, I don't know. Who now knows? That would be next level.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Thanks for sure needs an appointment i mean he clearly like (laughs) he clearly like blew off couples therapy and moved instead right like so and then has like a little problem with therapy clearly he's like what's going on in there yeah Yeah. oh he said
1: yeah absolutely he he said that couples therapy is what made him feel jaded about therapy so I, i agree he needs it and we'll see if he can break through that barrier he also will, got
0: moved into his wife's therapist as a couple's therapist, which is a lot not okay uh,
1: that's I was that's a good point. so it's it, that's not
0: normally done negative. she's on <laughs> she's on his she's not on his side. Like she's on the wife's side. She knows the whole story from the wife's perspective. She's not at all on his side. You got to add a neutral to couple's therapist. That's like not okay. Big Jess,
1: Jesse, you did an amazing job in the locker room. Thank you. We are going to have to bring you back for more consultations. We're a couple days away from the next episode, Jesse. What will you be doing to allow Ted Lasso and the experience of it to just be a little nugget of your own self care?
0: I, I like talking about it with the family. I think that's good. You know, I'm not with them anymore because I'm back from vacation, and I. It's, it's hard coming back from vacation to like an inbox and work. So trying to, you know, still check in with my family and have that be part of what we're talking about, or at least, you know, using that to check in in general.
1: I like it. Sayed, how about for you, when we're thinking about how we're going to take care of ourselves individually to get us through the next week, what are the nuggets of the Ted Lasso experience that you think might be helpful?
2: Um, I think the way uh, Isaac finds joy in football again finding why you went into this in the first place, right? And what a privilege it is to do what we do. And we're in the dark forest, but at the end of the day, we're, we've completed Roy Kent's run in a way, right? (laughs) And we're in this, we're at the, we're on the field, right? Where we wanted to be our whole lives. So I think carrying that sentiment forward. And also I'm really lucky because there's a hospitalist at work that I've talked to into this show, and they're watching it, and I'm experiencing the joy that they're getting from it, like fresh all over again. And I'm sort of like feeding off that, you know, also. It's so about totally a take
0: a break if you gotta like push your knee back into place. I say, yeah. like, take a day off. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: That's what, we're, <laughs> that's what we're doing in the healthcare profession. We're yeah. pushing our knee back into place. And Roy yeah.
1: Kent really needs to get a second opinion. That knee is not right. like we have we have the technology my dude like let's (laughs) let us help you uh i I love what both of you said the the one for me said you touched on it right now it's still tapping people on the shoulder and just being like look you've you've trusted my pop culture opinions before check the show out and then let me know and they come back and it's uniform like holy smokes the show is so great thank you very much you know, I was talking about it with my sister this morning. She's like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't wait to watch tonight. So that part of it for me is is it's not going to last the whole way. But I really appreciated what you both said. You guys, we did it. This was awesome. We got another med lasso in the bag. So I'm going to just throw my favorite compliment to both of you. Fuck, you're awesome. Let's go invade France.
0: <laughs> you onward. have yet. Hello. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> onward. Onward and forward. Jesse, thank you so much for coming on. You got it. Syed, my man, thank you. We will uh, we'll do this again. Med Lasso for the win. Rock on, brother. All right, you both. Take care of yourselves. We'll talk soon. We'll see you on Twitter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, thanks. Hey, nice to see you, Jesse. <laughs> thank you. All right, bye.
1: Bye. My thanks once again to Syed and Jesse for joining us in this outstanding Med Lasso episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. I'm having such a great time with it. Please do join the conversation on Twitter. I am at ETS show. Syed is... At the real Doctor T and Jesse is at Doctor Jesse Gold. Please, do tag your tweets with hashtag MedLasso. That way, we can all follow them as well. Thank you also to Lori Bedke and Creighton University for sponsoring this episode. Learn more about Creighton's Executive MBA and Executive Fellowship programs at www.creighton.edu/backslashchee. And also thank you to Caroline for sponsoring this episode. Check out CareAlign for HIPAA-compliant checklists and coordinated handoffs for the entire care team. CareAlign is currently offering the platform for free to the first 100 clinicians who sign up on their new direct-to-clinician platform. Visit www.carealign.ai backslash explore to save your spot. And my thanks as always to you for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it and I never take it for granted. I know there's a lot going on and there's a lot of things taking away your time. I hope you are enjoying Med Lasso as much as I am. It's a total blast. We will have more great Med Lasso episodes coming. There will be more great Explore the Space podcast episodes as well. We will see you on social media. I am at ETS Show on Twitter, and we will be back soon with more great content.
0: Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com, and please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ETS show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to Mark at explore show.com.